everybody. So before we publish our final episode, we're going to publish some of our previously Patreon-only episodes for y'all to enjoy. Um, sorry, the final episode is taking me so long. Uh, I think right now it's going to be about nine hours long. <laughs> so, uh, I hope y'all can understand why it's taking me so long to edit. Uh, I think y'all will really enjoy it, but please bear with me. Um, so this individual Patreon episode, let me see which episode, damn, which episode it was in particular. It was with Sean V. Planet. Um, oh man, I'm retarded. Uh, trying to, y'all are getting a glimpse behind the curtain right now. I'm trying to find out. Oh, I, I can't do it. I'll, I'll put it in the description of, uh, uh, the, this episode. I don't want to, I don't want to do another recording intro for this. Um, so yeah, this is with Sean V. Planet. I'm going to put his website and his Twitter account in the description, uh, along with the episode we recorded before this, because again, this is the Patreon only episode. Um, had to cut a couple of things out. Hope y'all understand, because this previously was a Patreon-only episode, so we we included some personal information. So if y'all weren't patrons, you didn't get that info, so sucks to be you. Um, I hope y'all enjoy it, and uh, I cannot wait to see y'all in the final episode, which ought to be published in about a week at the least. Maybe a week and a half at the most. Um, thanks for listening and enjoy our Patreon only, previously Patreon only, conversation with Sean V. Planet. Uh, so Zero, you don't you don't have to do the audacity thing for this. Okay, just just make it easier. Uh, but uh. Do y'all know, uh, Zero, you know about it because I shared it to you, but do you know about uh, Shirley Q. Liquor, Sean? Yes, yeah. No. So it was this man uh, that was a nurse, I learned, uh, in Orange, Texas. And for the Michael Berry show, uh, he did this character called Shirley Q. Liquor. And, I'm looking uh, it up now. It looks hilarious. It, it was Shirley Q. Liquor. Is it blackface? He has done blackface. <laughs> a character of a black Southern woman, Nip, yes. K-N-I-P-P, performs the character Shirley Q. Licker. An ebonic-speaking, welfare-collecting mother of 19 children in blackface. Nip speaks in a dialect when he's performing as Shirley. I like this. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is oh, yeah. so funny. And uh, that's, of course, highly racist of me. Yeah, how dare you? Only by the way, Cotton. Himself. By the way, Cotton, have the have the uh, cancel culture mobs come after you for your Cotton um, theme? No, and uh, told you to disown it and apologize for it for being racist and not uh, yet. So <laughs> Cotton is racist, but yeah. Cotton is also racist. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How dare you? Um, characterize the thing that people used to do when they were slaves uh, 150 years ago how dare you yeah imagine dude say like a plant is racist okay it's coming 
Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> the, the, there, the there trajectory a, we're on, man, it's coming. Get there ready. was a uh, like a county, like I don't know, like jail. Yeah, like a county jail uh, administration um, like team or whatever. Like the, the these employees for the for the county jail or something like that, right? Yeah. They took their office photo, like in a cotton field, and people <laughs> tore them up. Because this Jesus was in Georgia. Christ. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> they're pissed. Because they're like, where, like they took um, kids to a, um, they took a bunch of kids, mostly black, from a school to like a plantation, to like ah. a farm. Not even like a slave plantation, just like to a farm for like a. Yeah. Farm. And the the farmer was like, "Yeah, like feel free to pick some cotton if you want and take it home oh. as a souvenir." <laughs> and the kids like picked cotton and like took it home as a souvenir and i remember that mad and like (laughs) and like literally it was like the most wholesome not racist not insane and it just became the biggest deal ever like how dare you take my black son out on a field trip and make him pick cotton like a slave i'm like the guy was like literally like i didn't tell him to do anything like (laughs) i just was being nice and offered some free cotton from my field um not slavery. <laughs> My I use a combine, I swear. Yeah. It's like so silly where it's just like they're making racism out of nothing, you know, out of things that aren't racist. But get ready, Cotton, because it is coming. <laughs> Whatever, is dude. Coming. I'm like, you can't make a fabric race-related. I mean, Jesus Watch Christ. Them. Watch them. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're tearing down, like, statues yeah. of Ulysses Grant. Yeah, man. <laughs> Like the the general of the Union in the North, who helped yeah. liberate the slaves. Like that guy's now getting canceled. Thomas Jefferson, who freed his slaves, is getting canceled. Um, George Washington, who founded the country. Like everyone's just being taken down, you know. Except Lenin in uh, Seattle, he's still up. Yeah, did you see well, that? Was he's because- property. Yeah, it was yeah, private yeah, property yeah. on yeah. private property, which is the most hilarious thing ever. And he didn't own any slaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Murdered a few people, but yeah, you know, just at a least, couple. At least there was no chattel slavery. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, he only killed like 10 yeah. to 20 million people, but he didn't own slaves. So I mean, uh, you know, you, you yeah. may be put on a on a uh, collective farm, but hey, you know. Yeah, so at, at my different. at my college uh uh there, our library was named after a man who once was the president, and he like helped build the school to what it is today. He was also a very influential uh, World War II general, um, and uh, the the library was named after him. And LSU, whoops, uh, the college. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was uh, uh, like all just. I mean, I guess you could find it, whatever. But uh uh the uh like the college was just so excited that they took his name off of the library and i was i was was telling my parents i said i can't wait until it's renamed the lewis farrakhan library yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know i see to me if like this if i lived in a let's say eastern european country right and there was a bunch of these communist statues like around like it just like it doesn't matter okay May, I, I didn't grow up, but to me, it doesn't seem like it would bother me. Yeah. You I know? mean, it's a part and of I your think history. It's really weird that it's people a part are of your so, history. Yeah. And you should know about it. 
good yeah. or bad. You know, like I you mean, should don't... be aware, especially bad. It's like, hey, guys, remember when this happened? Let's not do that again. Yeah, like I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care nearly as much about it as like boomers do. You know, right? Like I'm. I'm all for taking down all these public statues. I'd like to sell them to somebody <laughs> and, and recoup some of the sales tax I've been paying so that they can, you know, build them and cast them, well, and yeah. install them and maintain them. But, you know, uh, like I, uh, but I, I think it's stupid, you know? Yeah. Like you don't want monuments to the state religion up, but yeah. at the same time, like it gets really weird when you get angry about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I see it as like on the bigger picture of it's whatever, like fuck the statues, right? I mean, you can rebuild them if you really want. It's kind of stupid that we have like taxpayer funded statues anyways. But the bigger picture is like radicals are trying to erase and rewrite our history right now. Mm -hmm. And this is that happening. You know, this is the action of that happening. It's not theorizing. It's not happening on message boards anymore. Like it's being done on our streets. Yeah. And that's what we should be scared about. Like, fuck the statues. <laughs> Who gives yeah. a fuck? But we should be worried about the fact that, like, radicals are starting to actually seize control over our history and rewrite it. Yeah, that's what that's, I don't like. should yeah. actually be concerning, you know, um, just for the sake of our future. I do. My next live stream on Tuesday morning is going to actually be about radicalism and communism and how we're facing, like, um, it's not even necessarily communists, but it's just radicals who are constantly pushing for change. And yeah. it's what's called Trotskyism, right? So yeah. like even yeah. Lenin and Stalin would like compromise at times to like secure their power. But Trotsky refused to compromise. Like him and the extremists in the Bolshevik party, they it was a strategy to just constantly cause chaos, constantly cause like the need for change to occur so that you can be the one who implements it. You're constantly advocating for the status quo to be deemed bad, evil, and in the way of progress. And you're constantly making enemies out of people who want things to stay the same or compromise. And that's a strategy to gain power and secure your power. And that was what the Red Revolution was. And that's why they had to push Trotsky out. When Lenin and Stalin finally actually got control of the government, Like they had to push Trotsky out because he was a threat to them. They had to because push that Trotsky ice pick in faction. his head. Yeah, <laughs> they had to send him to Mexico and then murder him there. Oh, but it's man. this push. Like, if you constantly push for change, if you're, if you're, if you're advocating for utopia and quote-unquote progress and quote-unquote, you know, whatever, <laughs> like yeah. rainbows and butterf- butterflies, you get to be the one dictating that. And anyone who stands in your way is, like, demonized and labeled as the enemy and then yeah. that justifies killing them silencing them censoring them shutting them up and i think that's what we're seeing and it's not necessarily communism it's just radicalism yeah. and communism is just the most useful because communism is appealing to people who are poor and people who are stupid yeah you know? mm-hmm. so that's well, just like what they use that's what the radicals tend to use but you saw it with hitler i mean hitler was doing the same thing it wasn't communism it was more like whatever that fascist socialism but if you're constantly like things are shitty we i'm i'm gonna come fix it things are shitty i'm gonna come save the day there's always someone standing in the way of me influencing and pushing this progress give me more power give me more influence what what do you i'm gonna help you and save you what, what do you think of uh radical libertarians 
Yeah, I mean, same thing. I mean, it's just radicalism. So it's like yeah. insert whatever ideology, but it's just that idea of the status quo or the way things are or the way things were are not good enough or even bad or evil. You know, it's standing in the way of progress, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I just don't, I'm starting to see that as like the big root cause, the root evil. What, and, radicalism? Yeah. Itself? Yeah. Just well, as, as a strategy. You know, like as mm -hmm. a as a means of action and a means of change in society. Yeah, I mean, it's like I I don't know. I see I see uh like you can label someone like an extremist or or a radical, and maybe maybe radical less so. Maybe I need to look up the definition of it. But uh, like in terms of like let's say extremism, right? That that's all about where like what's your reference point you know it's like uh yeah okay i'm i'm an extremist because i care about liberty but that doesn't mean that that has to be the extreme I'm, it's just I'm because going to, everything um, is so statist sorry what i'm getting out my uh oxford dictionary of politics and i'm gonna look up radicalism all right <laughs> yeah but but like uh yeah like i say it's just um I'm only extremist because you guys have moved the Overton window so yeah. far towards statism. Yeah. That now I'm the radical, right? For like just or wanting your freedoms. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> like just wanting to be left alone. It's like you're standing in the way. Introvert. Of... I'm sorry. <laughs> well, here's what I have written down like for my upcoming stream is um, a Trotskyite is a radical revolutionary who is committed to permanent revolution. So that's the key. I think yeah. It's not really necessarily radicalism. I might be getting that phrase wrong, but it's like the people who call for revolution constantly. Yeah. Even when they gain power, they're still calling for and advocating for revolution. Well, after, after so I guess revolutionary is probably a bit better term. Not really radical because radical is more like the thought, but like a, people who like constantly push for and advocate for revolution. And by the way, conveniently, they're always the ones who are. <laughs> the justified ones the moral oh, authorities yeah. in the revolution taking place trust me give me power give me authority yeah and and after like with communism at least like after you kill the intellectuals and the you know property owners and, and such like after that like it doesn't matter like what who's the like who the new problem is or, or what the new problem is like you just you you know pick something out of the hat yeah you know yeah, don't yeah. ever buy any of these specialized Oxford dictionaries. They're really Because, <laughs> like, it didn't even give a definition. It just gave, like, the history of the term. Right. Mm. Wait, That's so here's more like an encyclopedia, maybe. Yeah, basically. Real quick, I mean, here's what I have written down. Um, yeah. Revolutionaries aren't ever satisfied or content by definition. They continue to push for change, even if they have gained ground, won the battles, or won the war. They continue pushing for more change, even when in power, as a strategy to continue pushing themselves into power in the future. They create a false demand for them to be given control over the people, laws, property, resources, and human lives in an area. Mm. And I just see that as the problem. And it's like insert ideology here. It could yeah. be libertarianism. It could be communism. It could be fascism. It could be whatever. It's just that action of that. You're constantly pushing for whatever our past or our present is, is not good and or evil. It's standing in the way of the future that I'm telling you that we're envisioning, you know? Yeah. And, and I just think that's we've dangerous. Been seeing, and yeah. And we've been seeing that since like the progressive era. Yeah. You know?
at least i mean that's where in my mind it starts it's just yeah. in that you know constant push and you know okay we we've reached we reached ugh, reached our goals but oh well now we have to like we're, move on to the next thing move on to the next thing yeah and it's never i mean and the, the reason i'm bringing this up on my stream is like you know three months ago it's like oh there's a pandemic everyone give up your rights and your freedoms for the name of safety and security. And, you know, if you don't, you're evil and you're killing people. If you don't yeah. give into our radical new laws and our new regulations and our new normals, you're a bad guy. You're evil. You're killing people. And then all of a sudden one person gets killed by police and the narrative completely switches to racism, racist. If you're white, you're bad. If you're not advocating for there to be no police, you're evil and standing in the way. And it's like, wait, weren't you just talking about how there was a pandemic happening and we're killing people and all this stuff? It's yeah. like once something else becomes more politically convenient, they will switch on a dime and it just starts being, okay, push for change using this, push for change using this. And in a month from now, it's going to be something else. Like there's going to be some kind of sex thing some kind of way they can put men versus women. Like there's going to be some kind of rape allegation or some kind of like sexual harassment thing. And next month it's going to be on to the next topic of, Oh men, all men are evil. Men are standing in the way of progress and change and they're evil yeah. and give us more power and authority and take away their rights. And then two months later, it's going to be, you know, some company dumps some chemicals into the water. Oh my gosh, the climate change. <laughs> It's like yeah. every month or two, they have to just switch and use whatever's politically convenient to push yeah. their agenda through, you know? It's like I, they don't I, actually care. They're just using political convenience to gain more power and authority and strip away our rights and freedoms. Like, it doesn't matter. There's no principles. There's no actual, like, morality there with them. It's, like, just power and control at our expense. And I'm going to uh, use that and do that. I'm going to share a – okay, well, actually, I, li I listened to it on – apple podcast but uh if you were to look up so have you you guys are familiar with the uh the band skillet yeah yeah okay well they're they're uh lead singer uh john cooper he has this podcast uh cooper stuff podcast and um let's see here episode 27 like the newest one he uh like i listened to it on friday so yesterday and um it, like i'm gonna have to listen to it again it was really good and a lot of what he brings up is what you're talking about sean uh especially like with with what you brought up um in terms of like that constant uh state of revolution or yeah perpetual revolution um and 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 then he also gets into like why christians should not be supporting blm the organization yeah. specifically because they are extremely like yeah they're, they're they're actually a radical organization of yeah like quasi uh communist well yeah it was blm was founded by fat black lesbians and it's, oh, really? fun, it's funded by jewish bankers <laughs> so uh yeah not really trustworthy in any any way you know yeah but uh <laughs> that's a jesse lee peterson keeps saying that he's like <laughs> black lives matter is funded by fat black lesbians <laughs> yeah he's, he's i'm not familiar with him oh dude you got oh my oh man yeah you look up jesse lee out. peterson go to um on youtube there's a really good channel called get a job 
and they make like <laughs> savage moment highlight compilations of him. It's just so hilarious, like so great. Get a job. That reminds me. I uh... get a job is the channel name, but then there's okay, like I... these compilation videos on that channel. Yeah, of Jesse Lee Peterson savage moments. They're so great. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing it right here. Cool. I uh, did. You guys both saw that um, that little video that I put uh, that I put or tweeted of the SpongeBob doing every quadrant of the uh, yeah political spectrum. <laughs> that was hilarious, especially like the first part where uh, SpongeBob like they start in the the top left, right, which is yeah. communists and all that. And he starts out with the, he's tearing apart the Krusty Krab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> board by board. I will restore the working man's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a tax collector, SpongeBob, hide this. <laughs> and the centrist jerks. Everyone except for me is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob was a good show back in the day. Right. It got heavily polluted though now yeah, yeah. too bad they well, turned spongebob gay yeah <laughs> that was a pretty gay move <laughs> like you didn't have to do that come on no they did that thing and where somebody uh, did if he was month. if he was gay all along fine you know yeah. but come right. on you can't but rewrite history it. like a radical <laughs> <laughs> like a revolutionary you can't rewrite but, our but history. that 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 photoshop where uh someone put like isis people throwing spongebob off of a roof that was hilarious yeah. oh yeah that was funny yeah. yeah good night man spongebob had a really good episode do y'all remember the episode where uh squidward goes to live in like the big squid yes. community yes that's probably the best episode this at that least the fantastic. smartest episode like it's it's really good i watched like Canned a philosophy bread. Yeah, I watched like a philosophy video about breaking it down and like talking about different philosophers mm. and what they had to say about it. It was really interesting. Because huh. I'm a nerd. nerd. <laughs> yeah, fucking nerds. Nerd. Fucking boo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Now, this is dope. So who are your patrons? Are we shouting them out? Yeah, yeah. we got Coonhound Redhead. Oh, which, what's uh, up, Coon? D D coon, you know? coon, coon boy what's going on yeah, no. no 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 wait wait sean I, you, you don't know this apparently you know uh rusty yeah the rusty shackleford yeah he uh, simps for coon that's that's his girlfriend yeah he's sim he's a big simp for, yeah, for the coon lady simp. yeah yep yep big time and, simp uh, and uh our other patron is gonzo who oh yeah oh yeah shout out gonzo on twitter yeah yeah good group of quality good. patrons bro you got quality patrons that's right i wish i was a, i wish i was actually i okay i am fat i am christian but i am not a grifter okay? <laughs> you know jordan peterson i if i did grift i would make a patron <laughs> yep. i would make a patron and try to try to get all these simps and square boys in there uh, <laughs> yeah Man. Yeah. Yes, fat. Yes, Christian. <laughs> yes, pretty much retarded. Not a grifter. Not a grifter. But uh, oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say about the gun, the gun situation. Oh yeah, we started talking about that. So I've only had a Mossberg 500 and never even once fired it. 
And it, I think pretty sure it was super illegal to have in California. Like my roommate at the time was just like, hey, like we're going to put a gun in this closet. And do you want it? I was like, sure. <laughs> like I'll yeah. take a free fucking gun. You know That's what I mean? That's not a good idea. And so literally in our front closet of our apartment, we just had a Mossberg 500, like one of those like pump action. Yeah. I think it's just like the most popular Mossberg. I feel yeah, like it's yeah. like if you pull up a Google yeah. image of Mossberg, that's what pops up. Yeah, it's like their flag. It was like pretty intense, like pretty big, pretty heavy. Like I was never a gun owner growing up. So it was like kind of intimidating to me at first and not never once fired it. So we just had like a box of like ammo sitting there and like never loaded it, never fired it once. You never loaded it? No. You never <sighs> sweeped your house? Never, never once. You never... Did you but ever I had stand it. in it front was like of the mirror? There. Did you ever stand in front of the mirror? Oh yeah. Oh, I would cock it okay. all the time. Like, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I've fired like 22 rifles and stuff, like on farms, and like I've had like fr- like held friends' Glocks and stuff, but I've never like fired or shot or used guns. Oh yeah. I hear. I hear that. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do that. Then. <laughs> Hell yeah! I got I got shotgun shells all over my floor right now. <laughs> so when I moved to Tennessee, I was like, because honestly, the reason I didn't want guns in California was like I just didn't want to end up on some giant list and yeah. get swooped up and fucking put in jail or something by all the commies out there. It's not a good time. So I just never, so never had it, never registered anything. I had one illegal gun sitting in my closet for a while, never fired it, never loaded. And so when I moved to Tennessee, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go buy like a fucking AK. And uh, ever since I've moved here, I just haven't gone and done that. <laughs> but now at this point, I think in the fall, I'm going to go, I've met someone who knows a really good range where you can, it's just everything. It's like training. Okay. You can um, run. You can rent, you can train, they yeah. have classes, so they teach you how to like take like build them, take them apart, reassemble them, how to fire them, all the safety, just everything. So I'm yeah. gonna go like take classes and like learn and test everything out. And then hopefully by like mid-fall, I'm gonna actually buy I think at this point I'm gonna buy an AR556, because that's what everyone keeps telling me to buy. But yeah. my heart really wants to buy an AK and just fuck some shit up. You know? Hey, hey, uh, Liberty Zero, <laughs> Liberty Zero, can, do, do you recognize what this is from the sound? Do it again. No, it just sounds like a hammer falling. 1911. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it. Yeah. Nice. I just know Liberty hates that. So why would you bring <laughs> Okay, so. Yeah, the, the 1911, like everybody says the 1911 jams a lot. Like when? Maybe, maybe I have had just the unfathomable, extraordinary luck of having shot quite a few 1911s. Like I'd, I'd have to use two hands to count the individual ones. Yeah. And uh, never, ever having any issue like the only issue is that it's 45 so there's uh, some recoil yeah but yeah. like i mean just no issues incredibly accurate from a distance like a noticeable yeah. distance never well, jammed once i've shot modern like kimber 1911s which are super popular i've shot uh like an original 1918 world war one uh 1911 and i mean it, it's still works like a like a uh it's a champ you know it still works perfectly fine never had it jam 
ever. So what I've heard with uh, the 1911s is that back when they were making them for the military, they would make them, they're, they're obviously mass produced yeah. and the tolerances that uh, they made them to, like they gave them, like they made them to have loose tolerances, yeah. right? And that's what made them so accurate, right? But uh, apparently like with the commercial ones that they've been making in the past few decades, that's like they really tightened up the tolerances to get that, get better accuracy out of it. Yeah. And then that kind of screwed things up. Well, I, I just maybe... got to say the, the Kimber 1911, that's, that's probably the best pistol I've ever shot. And I have shot quite a few. See, Kim, like I've heard bad things about Kimbers. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where that comes from. No, I mean, like it, it might just <laughs> well, be me. Like I, it might be, I don't know. Like I, so I may have been yeah, lucky. The history with Kimber is like they used to be a custom shop, right? Uh, like an like a was it yeah. Ed Brown and uh, and all them yeah. Wilson Combat. Yeah, but uh, like then they got popular and then they started to for like ma not mass produced, right? but like yeah, they had a factory yeah. produced. 1911s and like those went those didn't turn out as well and so well and then i like, lost some of their reputation the one i'm thinking of is uh 2012 it was bought new 2012 so like that's uh, a bit of a uh a bit of a time difference from like their first run that maybe everybody is is talking about or what has the most infamy because it's been out yeah, longer right you know, but I mean, like, I, I can't, I, 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 I would carry it if it weren't huge, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I think I've never shot a nine millimeter. I've shot a 22, 1911 and it was great, done. you know? No, I've shot, I've never shot a nine millimeter, 1911. Oh, right. Right. I've, I've only shot 45 and 22, but, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, Sean, Sean, yeah. I, I can already tell that how you are with guns is how Liberty zero is with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, I understood a few of those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of know uh, some of those things he just said, what they mean, I think. Oh, man. But I see, am looking see. at it. That's a, that's a pretty gun. I like the little tip. It looks like a silencer on the end. Yeah. It's just like an extended barrel. Yeah. Oh, that's the compensator, compensator you're looking at. Compensator. Yeah. But the... Uh, What's that little tippy thing that. on that on that boom boom thing? What's that? <laughs> What's that thing called? That's the foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cotton circumcised 1911. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Zero's all natural Roland. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and for mine, it's gonna be uh, cotton circumcised 1911. Oy vey. <laughs> well, all right. We got like. A little over five minutes left of recording. Do y'all want to start a new one, or do y'all want to cap it off here? Well, let's cap it off here. I'm gonna go see my fiance. Okay. Yeah. Spend are some you... time before we have the live show. Yeah, I was about to ask. You can be yeah, able to yeah. make it to the live show, Sean. No, actually, I'm doing a live interview on. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I guess I should just plug his show on your show. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You can listen, do it. Two, Go for it. two people will listen to this, so it's not gonna. It's not gonna do that much good anyway. But go ahead, man. Don't worry yeah, about I'm, it. I'm doing a live um, interview on Stephen Ignoramus. 
don't know if you're familiar with him. No. He's kind of getting popular. Um, just funny guy, kind of conservative, kind of Christian, but just mostly like a memer and funny guy, talks politics. You guys would probably really like him, but yeah, I'm doing a live show on his I YouTube I heard your channel, interview with him. At five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's real funny. He is funny. He just, he's one of those guys that just no filter. So like, he'll just make race jokes, even as like a stupid little white guy, you know, just like, doesn't yeah. care. Kind of like me or like, kind of like most of us, you know, it's just like, whatever, yeah. like I'll, I'll accept the blowback and the consequences. Oh yeah. I, I fully expect to be thrown in the gulag later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When China takes over, I know I'm on the front of the list. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a, I get guillotined right off the bat when China takes over. Hey, man, if the communists take over, we only have a few years. I could, if China does take over, I could only hope to go to a gulag. My, <laughs> like, gulag is best case scenario for me. It's going to be so much worse and painful, you know? Yeah. But, uh, Fun yeah. times, fun times, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, Zero, congratulations on not yeah. being a virgin next week. <laughs> next month, but yeah. <laughs> next month, yeah, next month. Yeah, and, uh, yeah congratulations, man. Thank you. You're going to crush out there. I plan on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep crushing, bro. Yeah. And Cotton, are you almost done with school or you got one more year? Oh, I got like a year and a half, three a semesters. Half. Are you zooming or are you guys going oh, back to campus? Shit, dude. Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not excited. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm not excited about it. I know that much. Either way, yeah. But they yeah. did say uh, that they're planning on having the on-campus housing, just how it was before. So that's promising. Yeah, they uh, have to have football too, right? can't not have listen you know they were planning on at, like right now it seems like they're going to have a uh, mask will be mandatory oh wow and they're going to like only have like maybe two-thirds of the stadium full oh wow that's so stupid that's sucks. really sad i won't go if that's the case like the mask no, yeah. is my yeah man i've had to no. wear a mask three times throughout this whole thing and it sucks two times was for a, a doctor that just i i needed it was a eye doctor and i really needed new glasses but the other time was to see family and she yeah. she really wanted me to wear a mask and i hated it yeah yeah i can I understand that one but for like the first time last week because i had to go buy a suit yeah i so far have not i just keep politely refusing or i went to one store one time and they tried to make me do it and i just walked away i was like okay cool like i'm I'll, there I'm you not go coming back yeah my work I've, even I've tried that. to make us all do it like you know 300 employees and i was just like no i'm not gonna do it it um it causes panic attacks and shortness of breath so i'm not gonna do it and they were yeah. just like uh okay <laughs> yeah just you, you got see like well, if, if you say it, it causes like any psychological stuff yeah you know like what are they gonna do like it's if, like they're worried they're going to get sued if they fire you. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if they make like, you yeah. do it, you know. So I've avoided it. I just and it's like I'm not being rude or political or you know angry yeah. about it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to choose not to wear it. And if you're not going to allow me in your grocery store, like I'll just turn around and walk away. Like I'm not going to be yeah. caring about it or freak out. Like, so yeah. I haven't done it yet, and hopefully I don't have to do it. Yeah, I can just yeah, keep they're gonna, my, uh, my catchphrase is you can put a mask on my cold dead face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stand my girl. This is this is the hill I die on. The mask wearing hill. Well, I, I talked about uh making like a fishnet mask, 
you know, or like <laughs> buying some or, some hosiery or something and just making a mask out of that. If I really have to, I'm going to be wearing a Soviet era gas mask. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say wear a Zorro mask because like sometimes they don't yeah. specify oh, what kind of oh, mask. Listen, man, they just, just wear a mask. Not I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how yeah. much y'all know about New Orleans and Mardi Gras, but Mardi Gras masks that like cover the. Uh, top of the yeah. face yeah exactly very popular so louisiana <laughs> uh businesses already said no mardi gras masks so i can't uh, get away yeah. with that uh, shucks foiled yeah, again foiled again all right all right the recording's <laughs> about to end so sweet yeah well thanks it's good for talking to you sean yeah man yeah. sorry if i made all your listeners uh hate me slash you guys as well <laughs> they're mad at me because i told them they sucked so yeah. <laughs> right on all right